Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 12 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Jim Hunter, the CEO of House Doctors. And known as the Trusted Home Improvement Service, House Doctors offers a myriad of services from drywall and gutter repair to kitchen and bathroom remodeling. The House Doctors team of insured, bonded, and uniformed handyman have a wide array of skill sets to tackle even the longest list of to-dos. And we're going to talk to Jim about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. Are you one of those special people who are willing to go after your dreams and goals? Are you ready to fulfill that dream of owning your own business with the security of a proven brand? The opportunity to take control of your future and own a Rita's Italian Ice franchise is within your reach. Rita's is seeking success-oriented individuals who are ready to make a change in their life, and Rita's offers unparalleled training and support to assure your success. And did you know the frozen treat industry is a recession-proof industry and there are Rita's in 23 states currently with 540 stores open. Rita's Italian Ice has been around for 25 years and is listed as a top-performing franchise by the Wall Street Journal. Now here's the really good part. Rita's Italian Ice is a unique and amazing taste treat. It's smoother than a snow cone and it combines ice with real fresh fruit. The real fruit adds dramatically to the taste, and it comes in over 40 flavors. The ice and fruit are mixed on site and made fresh daily, and it is delicious. You'll want to know more about this exciting and successful franchise opportunity. Go to www.ownaritas.com and get all your questions answered. That's www.ownaritas.com to take control of your dreams and future today. You don't want to wait any longer to be a part of this adventure. www.ownaritas.com Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 12 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Jim Hunter, the CEO of House Doctors, and known as the Trusted Home Improvement Service, 
House Doctors offers a myriad of services from drywall and gutter repair to kitchen and bathroom remodeling. Hi, Jim. How are you? Welcome to the show. I'm good, Marty. How are you? Uh, great. It's great to have you back on the show, Jim. I don't know if you would remember this. I had to look back. It was last time I had you on the show, and it seems like yesterday. It was, it was 10 years ago, if you can imagine. <laughs> so the time has gone by fast, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of changes in, in, in the 10 years. But it's, um, it's great to have the opportunity to talk to you again. Thank you, thank you. This is this is my pleasure, Jim. You know, and a lot of exciting things have happened, the House Doctors, because I've been following you over the last decade. Maybe you could tell our listeners where you're calling from today, Jim. Yeah, I'm calling from uh, Cincinnati, and uh, that's where our corporate office is, and we have franchises now over the U.S. You know, when I interviewed you 10 years ago, what impressed me most about you, Jim, was, was your background, because, you know, you were once a, a franchisee. Maybe you could talk a little bit about, uh, you know, your background and how it led to your position as CEO of House Doctors. Yeah, absolutely. I am... Um... I'm not from Cincinnati, if you remember, and you can probably tell. <laughs> I, I still, Scotland. I still, <laughs> I still have that um, that, that, that Scottish, Scottish accent. So, so originally from Scotland, I had my my corporate career with um, General Electric Corporation in, in the UK, and um, project manager, and uh, wanted to do my own thing, become an entrepreneur. I, I uh, started a, a quick copy franchise. In, in Glasgow in Scotland, uh, grew that for 10 consecutive years. So I, I had that um, experience as a franchisee before. I, I then emigrated to Canada and um, eventually I'm coming down to the U.S. I didn't realize this either, Jim. Um, house doctors, you guys are coming up on your, is it your 25th year anniversary? Yes. House doctors um, started originally as a a handyman franchise uh, where the franchisees were handymen and and part of my uh, new strategy when when I came along and and, and bought the company was to transition to a more executive model uh, where mm-hmm. uh, franchisees now don't swing the hammer and um like like a lot of franchises uh, house house has, has had its um ups and downs and transitions over, over the years um, mm-hmm. and we're now in a very good place uh, to 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 grow and and build our our brand, uh, but we have all that experience that 25 years behind us um, as a foundation. When last time I was talking to you, I think all of us well, I, we had uh, Don on the show at the time uh, too, Jim. You know, we were talking about you know mm-hmm. the the honeydew list, you know, and and yes. how many items are typically on a honeydew list. When you're meeting with someone, you know, if you were at like something like a franchise show. And someone were to come up to your booth and, and say, "Oh, so, so what does house doctors do?" How, how do you typically respond to them? Well, we, what we do is provide a, a service um, to homeowners and, and property owners, and uh, uh, we work on that honeydew list, the to-do list. Especially initially, mm-hmm. our franchisees work on the small, uh, the small jobs. Now, the, 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 over, over the time that house doctors has been going, the, the honeydew lists haven't shrunk; they've actually grown. Uh, so, so they're getting bigger and bigger. Those uh, lists and, and uh, the market's being fed by changing in demographics, the baby boomers, the aging population. Uh, all these things are, are feeding into the space that house doctors, franchises operate, in, and, and we provide a service that helps people uh, with those uh, uh, lists, um, uh, to-do lists, um, and, and fixes within within the, the, their homes. 
You're listening to Franchise Interviews, and today we are speaking with Jim Hunter, and Jim is the CEO of House Doctors, and known as the Trusted Home Improvement Service, House Doctors offers a myriad of services from drywall and gutter repair to kitchen and bathroom remodeling. One of the things, you know, in, in doing all these interviews, Jim, is I noticed that, you know, technology seems to just keep growing faster and faster. How does technology play a role with House Doctors today? Yeah, absolutely. It's um, today's world, and and um, our franchisees uh, when they started, uh, we, we used to have uh, years ago. We used to have the the um, writing out work orders. We used to have them, uh, you know, calling back to to the, mm-hmm. the customer service person, and, and now right. it's all done. Um, using technology with uh, iPads, with emails, with texting, and and dealing with customers, the same thing, iPads, emails, texting. That's um, today's world, and and it makes it all faster and and, uh, quicker for us to service the customer, for us to schedule our our technicians to go out and and do the work for for them to produce estimates and work orders. It's all technology-driven now with um, uh, house doctors. And, and our website and our presence on the Internet uh, generates mm-hmm. leads um, from different um, uh, areas wow. that, that we never, ever in the past um, ha- had great. access to. So, so we have a, a real good brand presence that, that um, all driven by technology. That's great. You wonder how they did it 25 years ago. Oh, right, Jim? You know, I know. Like, how do we ever get along? I, know, I, I, I agree. It's crazy. It really is something. And another yeah. thing that impressed me is, is the size of this, this industry. I mean, this industry is, is huge, Jim, but even more so is, is, as you said earlier, you kind of hinted why, but it seems like the industry just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Is, is that because people are just so busy today and, and now you have different generations in the mix? Uh, does that have a lot to do with the growth? Yeah, absolutely. I um I've seen it, um, you know, grow leaps and bounds every year, yeah. and and we're up to about 350 billion now. They they reckon this industry, and it's all to do with the the, the changing in, in demographics, the baby boomers, yeah. the aging population, the aging housing stock. Uh, it just continues, and, and even the younger people don't really have the the the, the know-how or the experience mm-hmm. to do the type of work right. that the house doctors does, and and um, uh, you know, it just seems to keep on growing. It's not a fad. It's not going away. It's, it's, right, um, right. it's going to be a continual. And, and um, technology is actually giving us more tools to help service the market, but it's not really taking the market away either, um, like, like some, uh, maybe some industries. So, so it's an exciting time for house doctors. It's an exciting time to see where we're going. Uh, the market's still fragmented, and the market's huge. Right. Remember, I, yeah. I, Marty, I come from a country of, of um, just over 5 million people. Uh, the U.S. Right. Is, is well over 300 million. So the, the yeah. size of the market here is, is huge for this type of um, business. That's incredible. You, you probably have hundreds of stories, Jim, but one of the questions we like to ask our guests like yourself is, is what's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you since – since being part of House Doctors, you've been with the organization a long time now, and you know, to, I guess to limit it to one single story would probably be difficult. But th- <laughs> does anything stand out over the years? I, I mean, that that you kind of remember or just kind of really made an impression? Yeah, I think I think um, one thing I've learned how to put up a shelf <laughs> because I I was <laughs> never a I was never a handyman. Um, my my um, <laughs> My uh, experience, I mean, uh, as a project manager um, originally in, in telecommunications, I, I, I had a lot of knowledge how, how to uh, 
uh, put a project together and make it work. Um, when I moved into the, the uh, it was a quick copy franchisee, I never yeah. ever knew how to print. My, my role was to, to manage the business, and, and as, I, as I then moved and, and uh, you know, became um, a member of the, the house doctor's team and, and eventually the CEO and the owner of the company, uh, my role, again, is not to um, uh, put the shelf up, but now, now I know right. how to put a shelf up, so um, some franchises <laughs> have taken me to the side and, and, and taught me uh, how to do that. Um, but oh, that I, I think... Yeah, I think the, the the great thing I think Marty is, is the common thing is is I've learned that that in business if it's all to do with a service that you're offering. You know, the service mm-hmm. I offer to the franchisees may be different from the service that they offer to their um, customers. Um, mm-hmm. However, if you're offering a service and and you're reliable and trustworthy and and you do a good job job, then that's how you. You, you, you build a business and, and whatever the service and strength that you have that you bring to the table, then, then that's how, how you build a business. And that's what people want, right, Jim? I mean, they just want someone who's reliable. I mean, I can't tell you how much, you know, over the last decade, you know, we've had things go wrong in our home. And, and sometimes you call mm-hmm. someone, you know, you, you go on Google and you call someone and they take like three or four days to get back to you, mm-hmm. you know, and you say, my God, you know, and, and so, I mean, it, it's great that, you know, House Doctors provides this reliable service that, that's so important. Uh, I'm a lot like yourself, Jim. I, 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 my dad, he was a businessman, so he never taught me how to do anything, you mm-hmm. know, so I am mm-hmm. so reliable. I'm so yeah, I'm dependent on your type of service. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it, it's kind of embarrassing. So I, I'd be one of those guys, too, who don't know how to put up a shelf, you know, but uh, I, I, think that's, I think that's fantastic. So you get to meet with, you know, a lot of your, your new franchisees or prospective franchisees, Jim, when you're sitting down with them, um, I mean, are there any types of characteristics or traits that you look for or you even want in your franchisees? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we want people who are very personable. We want want people Mm -hmm. who have a passion um, for for home improvement, who who maybe have an interest in it. Maybe they've they've done some work themselves and they've been involved Mm -hmm. In, in some sort of um, home improvement project, so so they they have an idea. But more than that, they they have to be team builders because they're going to rely on yeah. their team um, to, right. to to build the the business, and and they have to again um, be customer centric. They have to yeah. um, understand the importance of of uh, looking after people. We had we had one um, one franchisee told, told me a story recently that um, a woman came on the phone and she was she says I need somebody I need somebody quickly and and she says uh, you know can you send somebody out do you do jacuzzis and and he says yeah we, we can fit the jacuzzi for you you know I'll 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 have a plumber come in and do some of the plumbing but but our guys will come right. in and do the jacuzzi and uh, she says either fit it or remove it it's been in the garage for over a year. <laughs> And my husband borrowed from Home Depot. I can't get my car in the garage. Um, she says, fit it or remove it. But there's a need there, you see. And we, of we said there's a need. <laughs> oh, my God. You probably have hundreds of those stories, don't you, Jim? Yeah. You, know, <laughs> yes, you can write a book on the topic, which is, is, yeah, is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, 
That's great. You're listening to Franchise Interviews, and today we are speaking with Jim Hunter, and Jim is the CEO of House Doctors, and known as the Trusted Home Improvement Service, House Doctors offers a myriad of services from drywall and gutter repair to kitchen and bathroom remodeling. Maybe we could talk a little bit about the the training. Is the training still the same, Jim? I mean, do your new franchisees, once they decide to come on board, do they still come out to corporate headquarters? Is that how it works? Yes, yeah, it's very similar. We, we, in today's world, the, the, the training doesn't go on to. When I think back when I was a franchisee, um, mm-hmm. three weeks in Houston in Texas from Glasgow, which was a, a bit of a culture shock, um, we went to Houston, Houston in July, um, which was um, the um, humidity was like unreal to me anyway. Uh, so, so anyway, so we don't have that long now, so they come come to the the office for for a week, but there's a lot of it done um, online, a lot a lot of webinars. Um, you know, we have a, a go to meetings and and different things that we do with them now uh, um, as we take them out into the field. And and technology plays a big part of it uh, today. So so we, right. we've um, really got a, a pretty slick program now that 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 really um, um, is is fast and and um, from generating leads right through to the invoicing and payments um, and and technology as I say drives a lot of that. Um so we get can, can get franchises up and running. Uh, our first year numbers now are, are 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 through the roof. We 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 um we can we can have them doing some substantial revenues in their first year. Uh, and uh, yeah it's quite exciting uh, as I say um uh, where we are and, and where we're going. Yeah, the technology is exciting, Jim. You know, if you mm. think about, you know, when you went to your training session, you know, when you were a franchisee, you probably went there with like a notebook, you know what I mean, and taking yeah. notes and things like that. And today, you know, I mean, everything is just, it, it's all on video. You know, you get to watch these yeah. webinars and you can watch them over and over again. You could do it on your yeah. own time, you know. So I, I think it's it's really, it's such an exciting time in in the world of franchising for, you know, someone like yourself. Uh, maybe you could talk a little bit to our listeners, Jim, about, you know, what is a typical day like for a house doctor's franchisee? I'm sure every day is, is probably a little bit different, which which is probably what makes it great, but I'm sure there's some similarities as well. So is, is there such thing as a typical day? Yeah, no, absolutely. The the, um, the franchisee will go in the morning, um, usually to the office. Now, again, in today's world, um, technology-wise, um, it doesn't need to be. Um, they could be sitting in, in Starbucks, and, and they'll, they'll check the schedule. They'll talk to their customer service person and uh, review uh, yesterday's. Uh, work and and um, if there's any outstanding um, challenges or anything to to be overcome or, or uh, if everything was completed on time, so so the the customer service person does an end of day and then a, a meeting on the morning uh, start right. of day as well. So so they review the work, see what what's scheduled for today. Uh, does the, the franchisee need to visit any customers? Uh, visit with technicians, um, help in a, any jobs. Um, if, if, if that's where they feel good, or, or do they have to go to a, a networking uh, meeting? They might go to a, a, a business networking uh, type group meeting. Uh, they may go and, and see some property managers. They may go and see realtors. Um, anyone who, who has a, a property or involved mm-hmm. with a property can be a, a house doctor's right. customer. So, so um, the planning is, is from. Uh, speaking with that customer service person in the morning to see what what um, uh, role they need to play that day, but it can. There's, there's a lot of a lot of variety. Um, I, ha- I had a, another funny story for you, Marty. Recently, yeah. um, one of the um, 
one of the franchisees um, told me that um, uh, he went into that meeting in the morning and they called up the customer service person and she says, oh, we have one job. It just needs um, finished off. Um, uh, if you could do that, because I've sent the technician off to another job and, and, right. and um, a simple thing, go in and, and, and finish the job. So, so he goes to finish the job. But there was one thing about, um, she says, whatever you do, don't leave the door open because there's a cat in the house. And I don't, the customer doesn't want the cat getting out of the house. So he goes to the job, finishes the job off, and um, he looks outside, and the cat is outside. So he oh, goes no. out, he gets the cat, yeah, he got it, okay, he got the cat, put it back in the house, and then closed the door, and the job was finished and completed. He called the CSR, that's it, the job's completed. He looked in the window, and there was two cats. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's <laughs> That's what I mean. Tim. You you could write a book on 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 you know your experience <laughs> so, at house doctors. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a lot of fun. There's a, a lot of good yeah. things um, happen. The franchisees relate to us, and and um, and also they're doing something good for a, a homeowner. There's a lot of job job satisfaction with that. Well, it's it's someone's biggest investment. I think we were talking about mm-hmm. that a decade ago, Jim. Right? I mean, it's it's really it's it's so important to people, you know. And um, uh, you know, so I mean, the service that you're providing, I mean, it just it it does make a difference in people's lives, you know. So I, I think that's fantastic. For, from everything you've learned, because you've been doing this such a long time now, Jim, what advice would you give to our listeners? in their quest to buy a franchise, you know that, you know, there's a lot out there today. So when someone decides that they want to buy a franchise, they're like, oh, my God, there's like 2,500, 3,000 different yeah. choices out there. Which way do I go? And a lot of them are confused. For, from everything you've learned up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy yeah. a franchise? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. I think um, what, what I've learned is it's not necessarily just being excited about what, you know, the latest frozen yogurt is or the latest mm-hmm. you know, home improvement mm-hmm. company is or, or, or right. burger. It's also right. about what would your role be in the franchise. I think that's yeah. important to identify at the beginning. So speaking right. with existing franchises, um, you know, your, your question there about a day in the life of, that that's a great mm-hmm. way to put it, Marty. I, I think a, right. a day in the life of a franchisee is, is someone looking at a franchise has to find out what that is and feel comfortable then that they have the strength mm-hmm. um, right. and have the skills to, to to work well and do well in something like that. And, and it might be yeah. it's not the frozen yogurt that they like or, or the, the barbecue restaurant that they like because their role wouldn't really suit them. Um, that's what they've got to identify at the front end, I think. Yeah, I think that's I think that's so important. So mm. as a CEO, Jim, I mean, I can ask you, I mean, where do you see house doctors? I mean, if you could look into that crystal ball maybe three years, five years down the road, wh- mm. where do you see the organization? Yeah, we, we, we're in a real good position just now. We have a lot of uh, interest in our brand. And um, I see us going to, to 50, 100 units um, over the, the next few years. Uh, I mean, that that would make us a real main player within this uh, right. market. I see the the industry um, franchises and bigger companies um, becoming stronger and being able to offer uh, better and better opportunities to franchisees. And a lot of that, again, technology-driven, Marty, because I think yeah. um, 
as technology becomes stronger, it's difficult for the little independent mom and pop guy maybe to start something and maybe he's good right. at home improvements, he's good right. at remodeling or something, but he's also got this technology monster in some cases and that, right, that, that it's difficult for him to also manage that part, whereas bigger organizations like we have people who look just at that and then we, we know the programs and systems that we can put in place to help our franchisees. Um, it's good to have that other side of of the business um, handled for you, and that, that's why I think franchises will become stronger and stronger. Yeah, I totally agree. So how can our listeners, Jim, get more information on house doctors? I mean, as the service, of course, but even more specifically, the, the franchise opportunity. Are there any websites that you can kind of like direct them yeah. to? Yeah, absolutely. We we have if they go direct first to housedoctors.com, we have links to franchise um uh, development pages and uh, we also have links to, to franchises and they can talk to franchises. There's all sorts of information if they go to housedoctors.com. Easy enough. And it was great to talk to you again, Jim. I always love talking to you, and I'm going to invite you back. Uh, I'm not going to wait 10 years this time because I always oh, enjoy talking okay. to you. It was I great to have you on the show again. Yeah, and, and we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Are you looking for a franchise that delivers? Businesses will always need shipping, and for more than 25 years, loyal customers have depended on Unishippers for reliable savings and exceptional customer service. Unishippers is focused on just one thing, helping small and medium-sized businesses save time and money on all their shipping needs. And as the largest reseller of complete shipping services in the country, we have the buying power to ensure that we succeed. The Unishippers franchise offers Low startup costs, no equipment or real estate required because they're not retail, residual income, and a quality of life and work-life balance. For more information on becoming a Unishippers franchisee, go to www.unishippers.com and click Franchise Opportunities or call Franchise Development at 801-708-5822. That's 801-708-5822. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott from Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting Franchise Interviews now over five years and almost 300 shows, and during that time, we've had some incredible quotes on the show. 
Today we're actually going to go back to the most very basic elements of franchising. In fact, we're going to go back five years ago to our very first show we did with PB Loco, where Don and I get into the um, defining uh, the word franchise. We use references like uh, the great Dave Thomas. So uh, I, I think you'll enjoy this edition. Um, you know, the criteria they filled out, uh, what they'd be comfortable in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think probably another good place to start, Don, is to you know define the word franchise. You know, because a lot of times. When I ask my business students for the definition of a franchise, their response is typically the same. You know, they'll say to me, McDonald's or Subway or Quiznos. And, you know, yesterday before the show, you know, I, I, I looked up the word franchise in the Oxford Dictionary, and it defines a franchise as follows. It says, an authorization granted by a company to sell its goods or services in a particular way. And, you know, that's a good definition, but it doesn't really help an aspiring entrepreneur understand what franchising really is. And I know you had a good definition we were speaking about from the book um, Franchising for Dummies, which I, I think is written by the uh, great Dave Thomas, who's gone on to you know bigger and better things. Right, right. But, I don't know if you have that. of Wendy's. Yeah, I do have that. It's a you do. book written by him and Michael Side of That's uh, right. Michael H. Side and Associates. I thought it was a you know a really great definition. It's a little lengthy, but I think mm-hmm. it really sums it up. Uh, the definition of what is a franchise. Right. And it basically says franchising is a system for expanding a business and distributing goods and services Mm -hmm. and an opportunity to operate a business under a recognized brand name. For example, uh, Wendy's doesn't franchise hamburgers. Right. uh, And Midas, the muffler franchise, they don't franchise car mufflers. Right. They franchise business systems that deliver hamburgers and mufflers to customers with consistency Mm. of the products and services and also the customer experience. Uh, it says a franchise occurs when a business, which is called the franchisor, the franchise corporate office is called the franchisor, okay. uh, they license its trade name, which is the brand, such as Wendy's or Midas, and its operating methods, which is a system or their system of doing business, to a person or group. The person investing in the franchise is called the franchisee. Okay. Uh, so I think it's important to bring out somebody's terms because you know the the, the franchisee is going to be the owner of the franchise. Mm-hmm. The franchisor is the you know uh, is the Wendy's or the Midas. Right. Uh, the franchisee, by buying into the franchise system, they agree to operate according to the terms of the contract. That's called the franchise agreement. Okay. The franchisor provides the franchisee with support and, in some cases, exercises some control over the way the franchisee operates under the brand. Okay. So that's what we mean before uh, about the pros and cons. Uh, you know, you're, you're in business for yourself. You have a much higher chance of success, but you're under the... But you're not uh, by yourself, as you say. You know, right. franchising is, you know, being in business for yourself, but not by yourself. It, you know, one of the words that you said in that definition, Don, which, by the way, I mean, I think is probably the best definition I've seen, um, you know, since since being involved in franchising, is the most important word is, is, is system. And it, what do we mean by system is, is kind of like a method of doing things so you get the same result every single time. And the analogy that that I typically give, Don, is that, you know, the franchisor is the teacher and the franchisee is the student. And it's very important that the student, who is the franchisee, trust as well as listen to the teacher, or in this case is the franchisor. And they also must be willing to totally follow the system and not try to reinvent the wheel. Otherwise... It's already a proven system and concept. That's why they're buying into it and paying a franchise fee, paying royalties. It's already a successful, proven system. That's why 
they're they're investing in a franchise, much lower failure rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're right. You know, the, the 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 keyword system is very important here because someone doesn't have to go into and set up all this marketing and all these different things involved with starting up a business on their own. It's already been done. I mean, it's already done for you. Just have to follow the system, and if you, right. if you do that, uh, you're going to be successful in most cases. Absolutely, and I think that's what can make it difficult for some entrepreneurs, Don, is because you know some people are so entrepreneurial that they don't have the ability to follow a system. You know, um, it's kind of like I, you know, the, the example I give is, you know, you buy a McDonald's franchise, and you say, you know what, I think that this cheeseburger is going to taste better with four pickles and a little more mustard, you know, and you just start trying to reinvent all these different things. It's not necessary with franchising. You have to be willing to totally follow that system. Otherwise, it's not for you, and that's why franchising isn't for everyone, and that's, you know, franchisers certainly don't want somebody coming into their their system and, and, and trying to uh, reinvent things, you know. It, yeah. it, you don't have to do that. Right. It's a good point. I speak to franchisors all the time necessarily don't want to recruit or find an investor uh, who's had mm-hmm. a background in their industry to, to invest in them because Absolutely. they might uh, you know, want to do things their way if, uh, if things start off a little slow. They want people coming in fresh who can be trained, learn their system. Uh, and, and do things exactly what's been successful with their other franchise owners. So I agree. I, I agree. Yeah. You know, I would, the, another example I give Don is, is I, I ask, like, I call it the entrepreneurial scale, where, you know, I would ask somebody, I'd say, you know, how entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial are you on a scale of 1 to 10? You know, 1 being low and 10 being the highest. You know, and if somebody said to me that they're a 9 or a 10, I'd kind of, I think I would push that person away from franchising, you know, because, again, these are typically people who are just so entrepreneurial that, you know, their mind is always going, and they just want to reinvent things over and over. And, you know, so those people should not go into franchising, you know. So it's very interesting points, you know. Yeah, and just one last part to finish up the definition Mm -hmm. of what is a franchise. I mentioned it before, but for people not really familiar with the franchise concept, uh, uh, it says for all this service the franchisor will give. It says, in exchange, the franchisee usually pays the franchise or an initial fee called a franchise fee. Right. Uh, and then a continuing ongoing fee. I mentioned a word before. That's called uh, a royalty. You know, usually uh, could range in the 2 to 5% range. It includes advertising and everything, but uh, uh, the franchisee uh, will pay a royalty. Uh, and that's basically to, for the use of the trade name and all the operating methods and system that we're talking about. So I think that's a great def- definition of, uh, you know, the word franchise. It really just sums it all, it all up in just a few paragraphs. Absolutely. Um, you know, and as the weeks go on, uh, we're going to be using these words a lot. Absolutely. Franchisee, franchisor. So that's why we think it's important to kind of just throw these terms out in the first show just to I agree. people understand it. I agree. We have, you know, some of those definitions actually posted on our show page for Wolf Hawk Radio too, Don. But so thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you again soon with another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising from Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.